On this episode of Scammer Stories... I wasn't really aware of, like, catfishing or anything like that. A mother with three disabled children is targeted by a scumbag scammer. He wanted a, a picture of my, um, my credit card front and back so he could deposit money for the kids. He wanted to buy my kids a pet. She learned quickly and fought back after the threat. Like, really angry. I'm like, I'm not that stupid. Her life is now changed forever. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be fully rid of him, which is kind of creepy to say, but that's how I feel. My name is April, and my mother is a victim, as I described in episode six. In this episode, we have a lot to learn from Peggy. Tell me when it started and how. Okay, it started like 2015-2016. I write product reviews for Amazon, and Amazon changed their like terms of service So we had to have a lot of like social media friends, you know, like on Facebook, Instagram, so we could get more products that way. So that's when it all started. I I went from 200 friends to like 5,000 in like a week. Wow. Because, you know, like people do like, um, like the sweepstake people, they have to have a lot of friends and like authors will have a lot of friends just so they can get like their products or their book out and stuff like that. So it all started with a man named James Lancer. And he would, like, message me in January and be like, hey, how are your kids? And then I'd be like, they're good. And then he would respond in, like, April. Because during that time, I had another man pop in my life, and his name was Swift. And Swift would call me all the time and never would give me, like, a video chat or anything because he didn't like cameras and he didn't like pictures and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And so I ran his pictures. And he was reported five times to romance scams because he would give, like, fake Skype calls. I confronted him about it, but I told him my friend Jessica did it. And he was like, oh, she's jealous of us and our love and blah, 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 and don't listen to them. Someone stole my identity. I was like, whatever. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal at the time because we were just talking. Let's back up just a second. Okay, so tell us what your status is at the time. I know you have children. Were you married or single? Separated. Okay. I think that's what made me like an easy target, you know, because I have kids and I have a medically fragile daughter too. In like two years, she had brain surgery and cancer surgery. Wow. You know, I have close friends on my Facebook, so I would post updates about her and I didn't think of the other people that were seeing these updates, you know, and that's, how kind of like James Lancer would get to me. How's your daughter doing? And how are you doing? And stuff like that. And I just thought he was being nice because at this time I wasn't really aware of like catfishing or anything like that. I just thought they were just, you know, reaching out and saying, you know, Hey, how are you kind of thing? But with the Swift thing, like we talked for a while and then lo and behold, you know, he got robbed in Germany he was a chemical engineer and he got a contract in Germany, which is weird because <laughs> there's a joke with Swift because every time I talked to him, like the traffic outside of his house sounded the same, you know, like it was like a bunch of bikes and stuff. And one day there was a rooster that was crowing outside of his house, but he was in like supposed to be inner, like, a city in Texas. Now that is interesting. That's something that people should look for. Great clue. Yeah, that's what I tell people is like, listen to the traffic outside the house. I heard like a lot of like bicycle bells. That doesn't sound like traffic like that would be in Texas. But no matter where he was, the traffic sounded the same. Like when he would go to work, the traffic sounded the same. And then more actually he got like this 
contracted Germany. And, but then when he called me from Germany, it sounded the same. And well, anyway, so he got robbed, of course, one day and he got like, I don't remember. It was like this horrible, huge amount of euros taken off of him because he was in Germany, you know. And he was like, I really need your help because I gave whatever money I left over to my team because he had this team that was working with him to, for this chemical engineering job. And he was like, I eat a piece of bread a day. And my, the guy that cleans my, my room is giving me bread and he, he'll pick up any money you can send me. And I'm like, okay, I'll send you money. I wasn't. But just to call his bluff, I'll send you money if you can give me a video chat. And he won it. I look horrible because he got so beat up from his, rob- you know, the robbery and stuff. And then he's like, but you can send it, you know, you can send it to me. I mean, to the guy that cleans my room. I'm like, okay, well, then send me a picture of his ID. And he won it. And then exited Swift. Swift was gone. His, you know, Facebook was taken down and he never contacted me again. So then enter James Lancer on a daily basis. How are you? Uh, how are the kids? And I want to come visit you. But every time he would try to come visit me, he'd pick a fight with me so he wouldn't have to come. And um, during this time, I kept trying to run James Lancer's pictures, but he had like a security thing on his Facebook where I couldn't. I couldn't take any pictures off his Facebook so I could, you know, do a Google search on them. So I got him to send me a picture. I was like, can I just have a picture I haven't seen on your Facebook at all? he's like, oh, yeah, I don't really like pictures much. And at that time, I didn't catch on. But here, they caught this one, and he sent me one. And I ran it, and I found out is pictures of a a political figure in Canada named Bill Morrow. Okay? So I was like, wow. So I contact Bill Morrow, and he ignores me. He never acknowledges it. And I would send him, like, you know, like snippets of the conversations that this man was doing with his pictures. And he never, like, for at least nine months, Bill Morrow never acknowledged what this man was doing, right? So then, like, for some reason, me and James Lancer had, like, this huge fight. And he blocked me from Facebook. And then he would just email me. Well, I I think of you so much, and you don't have trust in me. You know, you don't have trust in me. And I just love you and the kids so much. And I, I didn't really take what he had to say seriously at all. And then, um... It happened that Bill Morrow was running for mayor of, like, Thunder Bay in Ontario. So my friends and I, like, it was kind of childish, but we wanted people to know what was happening and that Bill Morrow wasn't paying attention. So they bombarded his mayor page. This guy's catfishing my friend. Bill Morrow don't give a crap. Yabba dabba do. And so I did get one thing from Bill Morrow's office that said, we're sorry this happened. So they called me to to, like, get whatever like details I had about the guy. The whole conversation lasted five minutes and they didn't really ask a lot. They asked that my son took down some pictures because not pictures on um, his comments. They couldn't remove the comments themselves off the page. So they were more concerned and, about the comments on his page than yep, what all these women definitely. were going through. Yeah. Cause you know what? It ended up that he was, this James Lancer was doing it to two people, me and this other girl. Because every during this time, I was being very passive aggressive. But again, I wanted the word out that this was happening and no one cared. And I was like, anybody, anybody have any interactions with this man, please let me know. And I can help you try to figure out who this guy is. And I got a message from this girl named Maya. He's talking to me right now. And it's so weird in that like 
five-minute span of me and her talking and her replying to that comment, she was blocked off James Lancer's page and Bill Morrow within five minutes. So at this point, like, we're all thinking that Bill Morrow had something to do with it. You know what I mean? And it went on and it went on. And I'm blocked off of everything of Bill Morrow's. I found a picture of Bill Morrow and his girlfriend, right? And I took it off of his brother's page and I sent it to James Lancer going, who is this woman? I'm like, and I'm faking it. Like, I know it's all fake, right? But I was like, who is this woman? What are you doing? And his response was, where did you get this picture? I have a lot to explain. So I was like, oh, Bill Morrow's brother's page. And for just for argument's sake, I went back and the picture was gone off of Bill Morrow's brother's page. Coincidences, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it keeps going on and on. And James Lancer got really like verbally abusive with me when I wouldn't give him like my address. And he he wanted a a picture of my um my credit card front and back so he could deposit money for the kids. He wanted to buy my kids a pet. That was his thing. I want to buy them something that they'll love. And I'm like, well, if you ever come visit me, you can buy it then. I'm not giving you any of that kind of information. For some reason, James Lancer gets me to go to Google Hangouts. And then I was trying to maybe get him to slip up a little, but he was that good. I couldn't. Like, he would not slip up. And he's like, Peggy, I want to do a video chat with you. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I'll finally get to figure out who the heck he is, right? So he video chats me, and it's a video of Bill Morrow off of his campaign page. And what does it say? He didn't have any audio on it. It was just him, just like looking. And I, I was like, what? And I got really angry, like really angry. I'm like, I'm not that stupid. So I just hung up. And I went to Bill Morrow's page to see if the campaign page to see if I could find the video. And sure enough, it was like the first video on the page. That's hysterical. And I was like, oh, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So... I emailed Bill Morrow because I was blocked up everything. And I'm like, hey, it's your favorite American. You know, here I am again. He's taking videos off your page. Maybe you can have someone go through there and see if there's any funky people from different countries or something. You know what I mean? Just maybe we can narrow it down who it is. And he, of course, I didn't get any response. So after that, like, we talked for, like, a number, another couple of weeks, and then I just lost it because he kept calling. I think it was a couple of different people talking to me because, like, the email sounded like a different person. The messages sounded like a different person, right, because the messages, he would call me dear every other word, and then, like, the person that did the email would be so poetic because he was... <laughs> He was like a a shipping engineer, right, for Costco shipping company. He even made a fake page for it on Facebook. I'm staring out into the seas, and I'm thinking of your beautiful eyes. And this is really, like, overly gag-worthy words that he would use. But then if, like, on Hangouts, if I didn't agree with him right away, you know, I was snippy, and I I better watch myself because he's the only one that will ever love me, and no one else will love me. And one day I just lost it. I'm like, I can't take this anymore. I can't talk to you. You're just not who I think, you know. And he's like, but I love you. And then one last try, I was like, okay, your love is just a dream. And that got him mad. And he called me. And you'll never guess who it was. Swift. Swift. Uh And I was like shocked when I heard the voice. And he was like, you need to know how much I love you. I'm like, okay. 
okay. And I just hung up. And now I'm blocked off a hangouts with him because I wasn't so like, oh, I love you so much. I love you so much. But now, like, I look back on everything. There was a lot of similarities that I didn't choose to see. And I'm so glad that I knew enough not to give any personal information, like my address or anything like that. But it got to a point where people were like, Peggy, just block these people. I'm like, I want to know who these, this is. You know, they've wasted so much of my time and my energy. I want to know because they made me, they try to make me look like an idiot. But I, I, I got to come to terms. I'll probably never know who it is. But what gets me in the whole situation, too, is that Bill Morrow's camp, his family, the whatever, doesn't care that this man is doing that with his pictures. And we don't know how long he's been doing it either. And he seems so confident in it. Like he's never going to get caught or reprimanded or anything like that. You know, it's like you ever watch the show Catfish, the people that are every like semi-serious, like semi-famous or whatever, they apologize to the people. They say, hey, that's not me you're talking to. I'm so sorry this happened to you. That's not me. I hope you find who it really is and I'm sorry or something like that. Bill Morrow never did. I never got anything from him. Some girl named Michelle who tried to portray him as some elderly woman, woman I mean, not woman, man, pardon me, that didn't know what the heck he was doing. You know, he, I don't, he don't know anything about Facebook or anything. It's not him. I don't know. Maybe if he just would apologize for it or even acknowledged it in the beginning, I wouldn't have gone on so long with it. You know what I mean? Like I needed some sort of closure with it. And for him just to block me on everything. Oh, I forgot too. There's another thing. This is even creepier. Okay. So the James Lancer profile used to talk to a girl named Rachel Brooke. The two profiles would talk between each other. And they would put like gala pictures, like, oh, the opening of whatever or something on it. And the Rachel Brooke would be like, oh, it's so good to see you there, James. And then James Lancer would be like, thanks, Rach, for having me come out. And I ran the pictures of the Rachel Brooke, and it was a woman in, uh, you know, Thunder Bay that was like a prominent woman. She ran like a woman empowerment center for women in business and stuff like that. It was like a real person. And I informed her of it, that this was happening. She blocked me too. Let me make sure I understand what's happening. So she was a real person talking to a fake profile. Well, it was a fake profile too. You know what I mean? But she's a real person. Okay, so two scammers using other people's pictures to talk to each other and make them look real. Yep. And I informed her of it. I sent her a couple messages and she never acknowledged it either. And she blocked me too. But the the, the profile got taken down because I did a post about it on Facebook. I was like, look at this. This is another fake page. Keep an eye out for it. And I ended up having like a mutual friend with the girl, the real person. Her name is Rosalind Locklear. And I posted that, and within maybe, I don't know, when I checked it again, the page was gone. And a lot of the times, like, Facebook won't do anything about it. Because if they can show that they're, like, an established page or whatever, they won't do it. But I have, like, had other scammers contact me. I come from a military family. So when people steal military pictures, it really gets my goat. And if I have someone contact me and it's a a noticeably fake military page, I'll report that. And they seem to take those down pretty quickly, like at least in my experience. But then there's a lot of them that 
get to stay up forever and they, they you know they take money from women and stuff like that and they don't get anything done to them i guess it just depends it depends on the day you know what i mean like Ever since this whole started, I like I try to help women. I'm on like members of like scamming groups on Facebook, and I'll reach out to women, you know, to show them like how to run pictures and like the speech indicators of like scammers, you know, how like they say dear a lot and am instead of I'm and stuff. And I try to do some good after the bad that's happened to me, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm doing too. I hear you. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> Right, because I mean, you don't want anyone to have to go through that same thing, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, scamming will never stop. At least we can try to help people, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'll never get probably resolution in my situation, but at least, I don't know, I'll have to come to terms with it, I guess, you know? Do you still have your Facebook profile up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do, and I still, like, if he emails me, like, I read it, because he'll email me. He he always pops back up, James Lancer. He never goes away for a long time. But then he'll make, like, if he emails me again, he'll make, like, it's my problem, and I need to apologize to him, and he loves me so much. I mean, he does that all the time. He goes away and pops back up months later, probably because he can't get any luck scamming the other women he talks to and I really honestly think that on my Facebook she probably has at least one or two more profiles too because like I've gotten emails from him saying no I don't appreciate the jokes you make about me on your on your page and stuff like that and he's you know he's blocked me so how the heck else can he see me I mean I don't know I don't think I'll ever be fully rid of him which is kind of creepy to say but that's how I feel I didn't yeah. think about that. I mean, this whole, like, I totally condensed it because <laughs> this has gone on a long time. <laughs> and you sound young. <laughs> how how old are you? I mean, you don't have to say I'm 40. Exactly. I'm 42. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Because a lot of the people I talk to are older, but the older women tend to have given money. And you didn't, thank goodness. But No. Well, at least I knew that, you know, at least I knew not to do that. You know, and, like, I did play with him, too. Like I said, you know, I did make him think. I was going to give him money just so he would try to show me who he was. When I did, you know, he did say something like, just send it to me. I'll figure out about the ID. So then, like, later on, I'm like, wow, he probably got fake IDs with this name and stuff, too, which is even creepier. Like, how much time they put into that. It's just mind-boggling. I don't know how to cheat people out of their money and stuff. Why don't you just go earn it yourself? The person that, the original Swift, his name is supposedly, like, Scott Demian, and he's supposedly, like, from, like, Yugoslavia or, the, like, Ukraine or something like that. And when I would talk to Swift, he never sounded, like, Nigerian or anything to me. He To me, he just sounded like he had a speech impediment. Like, he would say certain words in the weird way. The only thing that ever cued me that he wasn't in this country was the traffic outside his house. So maybe his and English was, like, was just that good. He was that good at what he does, Yeah. But, I, like, now, like, the rooster thing is, like, a total joke. You know what I mean? Like, if anyone contacts me, you know, my friend will be like, hey, have you talked to anybody with roosters in the background? Because that was, like, the major indication that he wasn't in this country was that stupid rooster. And he was like, oh, my neighbor he must have that. I'm like, come on. <laughs> you know? And then, like, he would fall asleep at really weird hours. He'd call me at, like, 7, but he'd be, like, you know, talking like he was half asleep. And then, like, if I would text him, he would text me back at, like, 4 or 5 in the morning. And that's what I tell people, too. Look at time zones. You know, that's a big indication, too. 
a lot of them, they don't really care about the time zone. They'll say, well, I couldn't sleep. That's what James Lanter would say. I was up really late or I couldn't sleep because I was thinking of you. I was like, whatever, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad, like, I can tell my story because I really feel like nobody cared what was happening to me. I mean, still to this day, I've got nothing from Bill Morrow, no no acknowledgement whatsoever. I mean, I don't know if that was happening to me. I'd be like, dude, I'm so sorry they took my pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry this happened to you. And he's just like, whatever, block, block, you know. I even, like, um, on his campaign page, his brother's phone number was on there. And my friend, like, called it and was like, hey, you know, this is, because we were, at one point, we we're like, well, maybe he doesn't know what's going on. So my friend called him and was like, hey, this is happening with your brother's pictures. And, like, his brother was, like, really rude and hung up on her. He was probably a little older, too, and maybe didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Let's give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now he knows, you know, because he blocked me. So he knows now. That really gets me. That really does. So Bill Miles become a joke, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel so good, like, getting this out, though. Like, someone oh, that doesn't yeah. know me knows yeah. my story. This is how I feel when I hear other people's story. It's therapy for me. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, like, I always tell women, too, like, don't feel bad that it happened to you because they're good at what they do. They get you to believe that they love you and that they've been looking for you all your all their life and stuff. Like, don't feel bad that you fell for it because they know how to talk. They probably have a script and they probably say to 300 other women, but they have this way of talking where they, because I did doubt myself a lot during the whole thing. I'm like, no, maybe I'm reading too much into it or maybe I'm jaded or stuff like that. Then Then I got angry. Because, like, he knew my situation. He knew how my daughter was. And, you know, I have two kids that are on the spectrum, too. And he knew how full my play was, and he still tried to play me. And that's what got me angry. And anger gets you through stuff a lot quicker, too, I think. Yeah, I agree. The biggest takeaway we can learn from Peggy's interview is listen to the background noise. That's crucial. I hadn't thought of that until now. One thing we need to address is Peggy's scammer picture as a politician, which changes the game. But often, it's military members, and they're victims too. Their lives are turned upside down by desperate women, and I don't blame them. Just keep that in mind. So now that I've talked to many victims and experts on this podcast, here's my top three scammer scumbag indicators. One, they're English is awful. Two, they move in with love within weeks. And three, they ask for money. So do not send them money and please do not send them pictures. Scumbags will use that to get money when they think the money is gone. They did that to me. My mom's scumbag scammer did. It didn't work. But now on a different note, I was on a radio program that airs in the U.S. and Canada and it barely made a difference in the numbers of this podcast. I'm learning the best way to share information to help others is on social media. So please go to Facebook, search Scammer Stories, and share. All we can do now is share and show kindness for women and men who have already been scammed. In the meantime, there are three other Facebook pages I trust for you to check out. Scamming Scammers Action, Scam Haters United, an advocate against romance scams. You'll find a lot of information on those three pages. 
Also, feel free to email me at scammerstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, my scammer warriors.